In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. You know, Benjamin Franklin is credited as saying, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And what I've found is that there are a lot of guys out there that say they're prepared, that say that they are ready, when indeed they are not because they've never really put a plan together. So today I want to share with you my plan for prepping, and this is a plan of threes. I think it'll really help you. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. This episode is sponsored by Juniper Mountain Trading Post. You know, Juniper Mountain Trading Post was founded by hunters, ranchers, and farmers. Crafting the best coffee you can buy is the foundation of this company. And I'm telling you guys, other companies are charging $27, $28 a pound. These guys are charging $15.99 a pound. That's not including your discount. Their mission, though, is deeper than coffee. It's to stand against the decay of morals in our country, the corrosion of integrity, honor, and tradition. And they don't compromise on their coffee's quality, and they won't compromise on their values. Guys, I encourage you to give these guys a shot. I've been really enjoying their coffee every morning. Whether I'm doing it through my drip coffee or through my coffee press, I really have been loving this coffee and I drink it black guys. So I get the full taste of the coffee. If you just go to juniper mountain trading post.com and at checkout, enter the code arena, you will receive 10% off your purchase. Men in the Arena Army, I salute you. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos, your host and guide of Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men and your guide to the best version of you inside that stress bubble of life and beyond. As you know, guys, this year we are collecting 365 hero stories for the year. That's one per day. And man, we are crushing it. Keep sending us your hero stories. We appreciate it. If we use yours and we will send you some swag when you hit us up with your physical address. So this is number 49 and this is from Tim on Instagram. He says, I'm a public affairs officer with the Coast Guard. Thank you for your service. Most of my time serving has been in emergency management. My job keeps me reading and working on leadership growth. As you know, leading yourself is often the hardest. Being disciplined, being a good follower. I appreciate writers who have the courage to speak to the hard things and challenge people to be honorable and truthful. Thanks especially for the content aimed at single dudes. Very much appreciated. Tim, thanks for your service. 
and hit us up. We want to send you some swag. So today, guys, I want to talk to you about actually being prepared, of doing things that prepare you for the pending, I hate to use the word disaster, the pending opportunity in your life to serve those you love and to help others in need. You know, again, Alfred Henry Lewis between 1896 and 1906 said this, the only barrier between us and anarchy is the last nine meals we had. There are only nine meals between mankind and anarchy. And man, didn't we see that? Didn't we see that during COVID-19? Don't we see that every time there's a a, a disaster, a hurricane hits the South Coast? And so, so what I want to do today is I want to lay out my plan of threes. And this is something I think about. I think this will really help you. So I'm going to give you four uh, threes, a three of them, to, or five. I'm going to give you five threes. Four of them I'll talk about today. The last one is pretty extensive. I'll talk about that in our next podcast episode. So first of all, I want to say this. When I'm thinking prepping, I'm thinking about food, water, and shelter. Those are the three major categories I am thinking of. So when it comes to my threes, I want to think about how to obtain those in these three time sequences. So the first one is three minutes three minutes. So how am I prepared for something that takes three minutes? Let me tell you what I do. I carry a pocket knife everywhere I go. I carry a cell phone everywhere I go with doctor's numbers, with doctor's numbers in it, with key contacts in it. Uh, I have notes in my phone with medica- about medications, about other things that would be needed in a, a situation that would happen right now. Uh, I've got in my car, I've got electrical tape. I have duct tape. I've got a flashlight, glow sticks. I have a blanket. I have basic tools. I have jumper cables, which I use all the time. I've got a tr- my trailer uh, hitch stinger is in there. I have, um, I have other necessities that will help myself and those who are in need, and I use them constantly. And so these take up very little space in your car. Uh, if you have a Prius, you can just get a little case and put those things in your Prius. If you've got a truck, I keep them under my seat of my truck. They take very little space, but they help in a situation where you need to help somebody and you've got about three minutes. The next time sequence is three hours. I'm thinking about things like the electricity goes out of my home on a snowy day, or I'm stranded because maybe there's an avalanche and I can't, uh, I can't get over the pass to my home, uh, or the, or I'm snowed in and one of the roads is, are closed. And that, that happened recently to me. I had a situation where there was a snowstorm and I couldn't get home and I had to find a different uh, plan or strategy. And so prepared for that three hours. Again, this three hours, uh, if it's at my house, I've got lamps, you know, oil burning lamps. I have candles, again, a blanket. Uh, uh, One of my sons carries a sleeping bag in his car everywhere he goes. You know, being ready for those situations where I usually carry a beanie. I have a beanie laying around somewhere in case I'm going to have to hunker down for a couple hours. You know, what can you have in your home and in your car that will help you if you get stranded uh, or you have a grid down scenario for three hours. Another great thing is to have, uh, I have a solar battery charger to have some kind of extra battery in case you need it uh, for your phone or something like that. The next time frame I want to talk to you about really has two scenarios attached to it. This is the three days. So we talked about being ready for three minutes. We talked about being ready for three hours. Now, in this situation, we're in a situation now where we need to be prepared for something that happens where we do not have access to our normal resources 
for three days. Now, I'm going to give you two scenarios. The first one is this. If you're, li- if you're in your home and you have, you're, you're in a snowstorm, you're in a hurricane, or you have a, some kind of a electrical grid down type of situation, it's important to have three days worth of food and water. You can buy 72-hour survival kits anywhere. Uh, most people have barely enough food for three days. For a fa- you know, you go shopping once a week. Why? Because you run out of food. So when you when you inventory your food, you would be you'll be shocked to know that you probably have way less than what you think. Based on, and I think the average person keeps $132 worth of food in their refrigerator. That is not a lot, guys, especially if you have a family of five to feed. So uh, I would say things like toilet paper. I would say uh, food for at least, you know, food for three days for one person in your home. You know, enough candles for three days. You know, this type of thing. Flashlight batteries for three days. Uh, A situation where you would have, you could charge your electrical devices for three days. And so that that really, that 72-hour kit is really if you're in a small town or a rural environment. If you live in the city and you have a a situation where there is a catastrophe, whether it be an act of God or a grid down scenario, or, uh, you know, like we had like some kind of outbreak, you need to just get out of the cities. I don't want to be, I don't want to be too negative here, but if you live in the cities, you will, you are in trouble. You need to get out of the city. So you need to have a way to get out of the city. I know this sounds crazy, but you should put together what I call a good bag. Good stands for get out of Dodge. Have a bag with three days of travel, three days of food, three days of water, so the, so you have you can grab that bag and get out of Dodge. Now, for me, I actually have a tote that I keep my stuff in because I'm never sure what's going to happen there. So I have a tote. I can just throw it in my truck if I need to, and that, and that tote has a backpack and sleeping gear and change of clothes. But if you live in the cities, I'm just telling you right now, strategically, you will just need to get out of the cities. So I know that sounds scary and sketchy, but you need to be ready to leave the city and you need to have an escape route out of the city. You need to have um, a place you can go and you need to be part of being prepared is, is watching the news and timing it perfectly. My wife was actually in Milan, Italy when the COVID-19 outbreak broke and because we live in a prepper mindset. I was able to get her out of there and cut her vacation short. And she got out of there the day before they shut down the, the whole airport. So that was a game changer for her. And it was because we live a preparedness lifestyle. The third thing, the next thing, the next uh, sequence of time is for three months. So you need to store food for three, th- food, water, and shelter for three months. And I'm going to talk about that two podcasts from today. So I'm going to outline exactly how I do that. Uh, I live on a budget and I'm going to give you a way to prepare food for three months that all you have to do is add water. And this food will last 30 to 40 years in some cases, some cases, 300 years. So I'll talk about that, talk to you about that in two episodes. And the last one is you need to be prepared in a situation where you have a total grid down thing and it ain't coming back and you need to be able to live for three years without the amenities of today. Now, I know that sounds scary, but I'm going to give you a scenario that'll invigorate you. It'll fill you with faith and empower you to begin the journey 
to readiness if there's a situation where you need to survive for three years without the things that you have today. Guys, if this podcast helped you today, I know it's different than our normal podcast, but if you like this episode, please text the link to one of your buddies, text it to your children, text it to your bride. I think it's going to be something that's a game changer for you guys from here on out. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle, get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.